0: I've got the privilege uh, this this morning really of just finishing off the series that we started a while back which was uh, called prioritizing his presence and uh, we we started a while back when we were in the middle of this uh, covid world saying lord we we want to spend some time really Prioritizing your presence, prioritizing who you are, and this very last session that, that I'm uh, coming to, which is we've been doing them over two weeks. So I started it last week, and obviously finishing it this week, we're really thinking about prioritizing his presence because of the, uh, the, the the call that Jesus has put upon us to go to the nations, as Amanda was so helpfully saying in the um, in, in the family fun section that we were just just watching just now. And so last night, last week, beg your pardon, you'll remember we were looking at um, the, the time in Luke chapter 10 where Jesus sends out these 72 and if you remember we were saying that, that, that the disciples were no longer just uh, listening and watching and hearing what Jesus said and maybe being blessed by what he said or maybe being blessed by him bringing healing to them personally but now suddenly his disciples that have been doing all of that were now sent to do the same things that Jesus had been doing to bring the kingdom of God so they'd been prioritizing it present now he says "Now go go to the towns go to the villages uh, take no equipment take no provisions for you don't even have a pair spare pair of shoes which apparently was an important thing to mention for all of eternity and preach the kingdom of God. And if you preach the kingdom of God, I want you to heal the sick and cast out the demons. And this was, we were saying last week, this was very surprising. This was surprising. But what we've seen from that point onwards is that when the king, when God moves his kingdom forward, he often does it in very surprising ways. Because he uses ordinary people like you and me and Dex and Simon and Amanda and just ordinary people who have got a childlike faith and knowledge with him and are dare to take him at his word dare to just say well I'll just believe in you then Lord Jesus if you say go and do it I'll go and do it if you say, don't take anything with me, I won't take anything with me. If you say, go and say, peace, I'll go and say, peace be with you. If you say, heal the sick and cast out, do oh Lord, I'll do it. They just have this this childlike uh, faith and presence. Now, during this week, of we've been having this week of prayer. And one of the things that we did was we introduced what we've called our roadmap, which is really our roadmap out of uh, lockdown and out of the COVID world. Now, as we introduced this we were saying that the, the, the timing frame within it is very fluid because we don't quite know what's happening with the, uh, with the way that the virus and the pandemic is, is, is playing out and therefore the level of freedom in which we're able to have to continue to meet, to, to meet in different ways. But we've introduced it because we know that even before this was happening, even before uh, last January or whenever the the virus suddenly started to appear in in the world, um, God had already spoken to us that now is the time to go. Now is the time to bring the kingdom of God to the city and to bring the kingdom of God to the nations. It's a time to move from here, from this place that we've been at, to go to go to sites across the city and uh, tonight we'll be praying about that in powerhouse a little bit more but i looked at three scriptures um when i introduced this roadmap on tuesday evening and uh, i did a short video that some of you may have uh, may have seen just taking us through the three three i felt key scriptures uh, that were helping us to see this uh, roadmap, And the first one was uh, in Isaiah 41. And if you recall, Isaiah 41 verses 9 to 10, which may come up on the screen now, uh, is basically saying, is God speaking to his people? He's saying, look, you are my chosen people. He says, you're my chosen people. So don't fear. And don't fear because I, God, will help you. I will strengthen you. Now, perhaps this might... Describe how you're feeling right now because of the way we've been in this last year and a half. You might say, well, I am feeling a bit fearful. I am feeling a bit unstrengthened or weak, which would be a more correct word to use. I am feeling a little bit not sure about anything. Well, what do I do? Well, you need to know, first of all, that Jesus says to you, you're my chosen people. Don't worry. I will strengthen you. I will give you all that we needed. So even if you think ahead of, of stuff and I'm going to talk. Uh, in a few minutes really about several months time maybe a year or two's time and you might think I I don't feel like that yet." well don't worry says the Lord I'm with you Don't fear. You're my chosen people. I will give you the strength that you need when the time comes. Then the second uh, scripture I looked at was Acts 2 and 42, which is a very famous kind of scripture, really, where it shows how I think the Lord very first prepared the very first church to go. And the way he prepared that church is that he gathered them together. In Jerusalem. And when they were in Jerusalem, they were breaking bread together, they were eating together, they were in each other's houses. And it says in those verses in Acts 2 that they had glad and generous hearts. They were were able to praise God uh, with glad and generous hearts. And really, I think that describes that picture of the community of God's people, describes how we want to approach the summer, this summer, uh, July, August and into the autumn, that we should gather together as a church, having been spread in our different screens, our different homes, even as we are right now, gather together to share life together with glad and generous hearts, able to praise God and to just know again the joy of being uh, part of his people and then we looked at Acts chapter 8 in Acts chapter 8 you see suddenly now the church is scattered to go they're scattered to go and as they go they preach the kingdom of God in the cities and the towns around them and so you see in this these verses in chapter 8 of of Acts that that now the church itself is essentially out on mission the commissioning had come as Amanda showed you earlier in Matthew 28 and now the church is sent out on mission and not just the 72 but I want you to notice something that in each of those scriptures Acts the sending of the 72 in luke 10 acts 2 acts 8 i think there are two significant things that are marking what is going on and the first one that we must recognize is that it is a highly disruptive time it's disruptive uh from from the sending of the 72 onwards it's disruptive which means actually it's uncomfortable uh, and when he was sending out the 72 jesus said look i'm sending you out like lambs amongst wolves Oh, okay. When uh, they were gathering together in Acts 2, it says that they were selling their possessions and their belongings in order to help each other because they had need, because they were struggling in some ways. Oh, it was disruptive and then in acts chapter 8 you see the reason that they were scattered is because of saul who later became paul because of saul's persecution of them persecution of the church they're going because essentially they're being persecuted so the first thing to notice that when god sends it's disruptive it disturbs your life and it disturbs the comfortableness of your life but then the second thing to notice is that in each of those occasions it was full of demonstration of the spirit's power in all three instances you see that there are signs there are wonders there are miracles there are healings we can't manufacture these things but we can take the lord at his word we can take the lord and 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 take hold of the kingdom authority that he's given us from matthew 28 as amanda said uh, or she didn't actually say it, but it's in that, that passage that she she was referring to we can take hold of the authority He's given us and pray lord let your kingdom come lord send us your power We can't just exist to build nice, comfortable lives that put sites in new locations because it's a bit nearer our home than the city city centre. That can't be what God has just called for. Yes, we should live as peaceably as possible. Yes, we should expect the Lord to bless us as we step out in faith. I'm not saying those things are wrong, but that can't be our main focus because the kingdom exists to destroy the works of the evil one the kingdom exists to break down the lies and the bondage of the enemy and that must be our focus so over the over the summer and into the autumn the church I think Worldwide, but, but us, I'm talking about, I suppose, mostly. The church needs to rise up from its COVID-enforced slumber, as it were. We need to rise up. We need to pray, as Jex was just encouraging us so helpfully. We need, to, we need to know that the Lord is with us. So fear not. We need to know that he will strengthen us. But we also need to know that we have the commission from him to see his kingdom come, to build communities of his disciples right across this city, to reach into those neighbourhoods with the kingdom of God and to reach out to the nations with the kingdom of God. Therefore, bringing peace and love and the power of Jesus, bringing good news to the poor, binding up broken-hearted bringing freedom to those that are trapped in Satan's lies of destruction lies that lead to lives of bondage and helplessness and abuse and sickness and poverty lies that that cause people to turn to drink and drugs and sex and confused philosophies that that pretend to answer fundamental questions about who or even what I am and yet those lies find the people who surgically find no peace no rest but only more confusion more hopelessness and sadly often leads to self-destructive behavior and lives that are cut short lives that never reach their full glorious god-given potential for which they were created that's the lies of satan's kingdom but we have the only answer to these things we have the kingdom we through the name of Jesus and in Jesus can rescue people out of Satan's kingdom and into the kingdom of God in fact our very name Jubilee speaks of those things so as we slowly come out of this time As we slowly look at this roadmap, as we slowly say, well, Lord, we've been prioritising your presence in our thinking. Now, what do we do? Let's pray. Let's pray, Lord, take us along this roadmap. Lord, build us together in strength, in unity, in love. But Lord, show your power. Show your power amongst us, oh God. Show your power to break the bondage that the enemy has put this world in. To bring the powerful, loving, gracious kingdom of God into this city that we love and into the nations. Then Lord, as you you taught us to pray when you were sending out the 72, in Luke 10 Lord send us out as workers into the harvest for your name's sake, Lord for the sake of the church which bears your name Lord show your power again release your power amongst us power to strengthen and equip power to break um, to break bondage power to set people free power to bring healing power To bring the kingdom of God in this place Lord let's cry sorry together let's cry Lord would you work upon us yeah we've got a journey to go through from where we are at the moment with masks on and in our own watching screens to being built together in order to go but we cry Lord send us in Jesus name Amen